and welcome back everybody this is ghost stories told from the south i am your co-host lexi and i am your host steven lebooth we got some scary stuff for you today and if you hear some noise in the background that's my new soundboard i'm going to be going to be playing with today Whoa. i got some great googly boogly sounds for you guys yes yes we do Alright, well, this is the first episode of the new year. So, how was everybody's new year? Did you have fun? Are you just now recuperating from it? Hope everybody made it home safe and played it safe. Yeah, ours, we had a great night. It was fun. It was cool when the snow started coming down. It only lasted like a day, but... <laughs> yeah. At least we got some. I know. Well. Uh, at the end of the show today, we're going to kind of be talking about what we got coming up for the new year in store for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Some good fun stuff. Can't wait till May, because that's our anniversary of uh, the show being on for a full year. But we'll talk yeah. about that more towards the end. Sorry about that, guys. We had to take a little break and stop real quick, because uh, sometimes when we record, we have our studio dogs in here and... <laughs> and they like to get a little bit wild. Well, Max, he's still a puppy. He ain't even a year old yet. So he's wanting to play first thing in the morning all the time. None of the other dogs really do, but whenever they do, they get really into it. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> so. Yeah. But like I said, what it's getting to, we'll talk more towards the end of everything. But I hope everybody had a good New Year's and was safe. Yes. Hope you didn't drink too much of that liquor. <laughs> uh-huh. Or eggnog or whatever they drink. All right. Well, yeah, I think I'm going to let Dad start it. And, um, yeah, let's kick it. Okay. Well, I'm going to be going over Sherman's Portal in Beaver, Oklahoma. In Beaver, Oklahoma. It's in Beaver Dunn's Park. Or Beaver Dunn's Park is where the portal is. And the park is located in the Panhandle of Oklahoma. Oh, where's my pictures? It's weird. It's just like a desert in the middle of Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. It's real famous for like, you know, uh, four-wheelers and dune buggies and all that kind of stuff. Because there's 300 acres of sand and hills in an area known to known, known, at, known to uh, men as the Badlands. Ooh. The uh, paranormal activity started up in... 1500 when a man with Coronado everybody knows who Coronado is right he was a famous Spanish explorer oh yeah that guy yes okay started up in the okay in the about the 1500s that don't make sense (laughs) maybe he had that many men or something but the 1500s It has to be longer than that. So you know my history. I don't. I mean, you know mm, history. Well, anyways, they uh, was going through the area known as the Badlands, Carnado, Carnado, and his uh, people, his explorers. Well, when he went, he went. You know, started by he went with some of his group, and the natives kept trying to tell him, "Don't go, don't go, don't go." It's yeah. you know, Badlands. Well, supposedly he uh, vanished, disappeared from the dooms in a paranormal flash of green light. The Native Americans told Coronado about the uh, 
perils of the uh, dunes as they've been avoided the whole area for the for centuries. So that means the Indians that were there forever were like, we don't go there, ma'am. Yeah. You're stupid. They're like, stay over here where it's safe. He lost several men in an instant because he did not listen to the warnings. He recorded all of his activities in a journal, but it wasn't found for centuries later. Okay, that's cool. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Wow. Wow. Several men. Where was I? Okay, the journal. Okay. Over the years, many lives have been lost in the uh, sand dunes, too, without a, without explanation. It's known as Oklahoma's Bermuda Triangle. Okay. Or Charmin's Portal. Some blame the disturbance on, on UFOs, maybe. People camping in the, in the park have reported seeing military people digging in the middle of the night. And uh, archaeologists have been uh, seen there, too, at night digging. Mm. Well, think about uh, it. If they want to look for something, they can't do it when everybody's up riding their four-wheelers and running around yeah. the dooms. They yeah, do it they at do night it in the dark when no one's looking or around, and it's just very, very creepy. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have fun. All right. What was that that story? Yeah, it's literally just And like sorry if the audio's off and it's kind of is too loud or something. I'm still working with the with that part of it. I finally got the regular part of our podcast right. But I'm learning this stuff as I go, guys. And we haven't figured out all the troubleshooting yeah. stuff yet, so. Yeah, it's just like now I'm in a dilemma cuz I lost some stuff cuz I took some podcast stuff to my nieces, but it's all simple. I might just have to take computer classes. Maybe, baby. But all right, hey, I guess I will go next. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to be doing a play. Um, I keep on forgetting you doing that, and it scares me each time. So, um, they were doing... I'm doing a place um, in Statesville, North Carolina, called the Old Davis Hospital. All right. Let's get started, shall we? So, basically, by the 1920, um, this Dr. Davis guy, um, he partnered with somebody else there who was a ENT. And it, I didn't know that they, I mean, I, never mind. So I <laughs> you didn't know what? You were like, well, I, 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 I didn't know. Never mind. Let Shit. Me, let me tell you what, what the- it is, and then I'll comment on it. So... It was very common for, like, doctors to make house calls back then. Well, nowadays, yeah. Nowadays, they don't do that. Yeah, all. nowadays, they don't. Back, as a matter of fact, sometimes people were born at home mm-hmm. back in the day. It's like my grandpa Atkins, he was born, like, at home. He didn't oh, have well. to go to no hospital. Of course, he was born in 1908. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, they didn't have hospitals. Yeah. Well, so the doctor, I guess, that owned it... Um, he established, you know, this school of nursing thing, and he got it, like, a school for nurses. And then he died um, in 1955, and he had performed over 75,000 surgeries. So that's, just think of, like, all the people that have died, or, like, the trauma there. Or, yeah. You know. um, 
sorry. I was going to say that, but it says it had nothing to do with it. My notes are a little bit weird today. And her sinuses are messing with her, too. So if you hear her trying to sound like Darth Vader today, <laughs> it's not an impression. She I also can't have breathe. a busted lip. So. <laughs> so when we was getting ready and getting everything ready, doing sound checks, she was like, I'm sorry, Dad, but <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, they're a little weird today. But, okay, so in 2014, the police were called 28 times um, due to people trespassing. Ooh, so, wow. like, trespassing is a huge issue here because it's, like, I guess so haunted. Well, apparently you can hear sounds of a baby crying. The windows open and shut by themselves. You can hear screams, crying, slams, bangs, and you just, like, hear voices. And also the morgue is apparently the most active spot. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, that's pretty much it, but they, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, it's cool. So it sounds like you found a bunch of shorties this time. Well, I have a lot though, like a lot. I'm pretty good this time. I think I got a lot of good stories. Sorry guys. I'm trying to get situated and I just started banging stuff around. My next story is on the Stone Lion Inn. And apparently Ghost Hunters has been there. Wow. Yeah. All right. But man, that look, look at that. It's just a creepy ass old house. I don't like it. <laughs> it's like one of those. I'm serious. If I, could, if I could ever buy something like that, I would. I wouldn't live in it, but I would have it open to do tours and stuff like that. To rent it out. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that was close. Excuse me. The Stone Line Inn in Guthrie, Oklahoma, was built in 1907. The Huntington family outgrew their home and moved pretty much right next door into the uh, elegant mansion. Mm-hmm. There were there were eight daughters. August died of whooping cough. She was she was one of 12 kids they believe. Oh, she was one of 12 kids. They believe she died from overdose of cough syrup of the day. Well, cuz back then, you know, they there wasn't no um regulations uh you know, uh, uh, instructions on the back of these bottles, you know. There wasn't even the ingredients, I don't think, on there yet. They haven't even passed that law yet where you had to put the ingredients of what you made this product with on the back of your bottle. <coughs> so, it was very limited, and they didn't know how much, and they didn't know. So, a lot of that probably happened a lot because uh, their uh, cough medicine then was heavily made with opium opiates or opium o- with opium and uh codeine. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. So these poor kids were getting just put to sleep for good and not but they weren't doing it deliberately. Yeah, they just didn't yeah. know what they know today about medicine, so. Well, there's been reports of little kids footsteps that can be heard on the third floor at night and doors open and close. All right. From 10 to 12 o'clock at night. Oh, that's weird. That's like a set time, too. Well, what the legend is with that story is that the uh, house was so big. I mean, look at it. It's a three-story mansion, basically. Look at that. 
Yeah. Well, what the kids would do, they'd get up and from 10 to 12 while the parents were asleep, they'd go to the other side of the house and play. Oh, okay. You know, that sounds like the, that sounds yeah. like Stephanie and Jack's. Yeah. And guests have reported being woken up by a pat on the cheek. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just will be laying there and you feel someone Yeah. Just... Well, I guess after that family lived there... In the 1920s, it was a funeral home. Numerous things and experiences has happened there, but now it's just like a bed and breakfast. One of them type deals. It was a home, a funeral home, and then a bed and breakfast. Yeah, it kind of went through different owners and stuff. But I think it's got a permanent owner now, and they're doing all this. And I think it's probably part of the historical society, too. So, But yeah, could you imagine... I mean that's a stop. That's another place we should go to because it's not that far away. Mm-mm. Guthrie, Oklahoma. It's probably a six hour, seven hour trip. That's literally like going to see Uncle Mikey. Yeah, so we're used to them kind of trips. Well, we live in Texas and it's so big. I mean, crap. Just to go to the coast, it's like seven hours. Yeah, it's not very convenient. But yeah. Well, all right. I think I'm gonna go ahead and go. But yeah, that's what we need. That's one thing we want to start. We really can't do it this year because we're just starting out. But by year by year three, I want to start hitting the road, going to some of these places, especially yeah. ones that are close around us. Oh, especially like you know we're gonna hit up the haunted hill also, possibly this year. Yes. And then the baker once they reopen and they do those ghost tours too. So. All right, is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn, MacGyver. So I'm going to be doing the Oracle Island. Oracle. And I'm talking, like, also the history of the island, and then I'm going to go to, like, some ghosts that are popular there, also, like, different areas on the island that are, like, popular. So it's a little bit all over the place. It's not how it normally is, so just, like, be patient with me. So Patience. All right, so this place is basically a small sliver of a land and it's only accessible by a ferry or a boat or plane it's like literally an island in the middle of nowhere oh gosh so um the island itself is about um 10 miles long so it's not really big (laughs) wow so it's kind of like that little island we have out here at our lake at minerals lake kind of and yeah there's like no roads on it or there's like two Oh, God. Major roads. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So, yeah, it's really small. But the island itself was built in a 1901 or, like, established and stuff. Primarily used as a schoolhouse. So, okay. This, there was a uh, building there. This is the island in. Yes. As I was reading, it didn't, like, say. So, I got confused, too. This is the island in. And this is talking about that. I didn't say that at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but this place was a schoolhouse. Uh, There's like four levels, three or four levels. The bottom half, the first level, was I'm trying to say, was the uh, schoolhouse. Um, The upper levels were were used as a meeting place for um, the Odd Fellows Lodge, which I don't know what that was. The Odd Fellows Lodge. Yep. Huh. Never heard of that. And it's... They never invited me there. <laughs> um, it's sectioned between two tidal streams, or guts, or whatever they're called. 
So it's like a basically in the middle of water that's in the middle of water. Um, it's in the middle of water that's in the middle of water. How can water be in the middle of water? I don't know. That's just how I'm guessing it. Cause I, anyway, but um, in 1917, uh, the new schoolhouse was built. Um, the lodge was dismantled and sold as a private residence. And then after World War II, World War II, <laughs> I can't talk, guys. I'm sorry. It's um, okay. There were like the wings, not like a plane or anything, but like the different sections on each side. You know what I mean? Like at the older motels that are just one level. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. Those were added um, after that to create like a modern design. Um, and then it was used as a social hub on Saturdays. So it was the various things, <laughs> but now it is an inn. So it's an inn. And there's this ghost called Miss Godfrey there. Um, she will rearrange women's makeup bags and she'll sit on people's beds when they're trying to sleep oh, and they God. can like feel her present. Cause like she'll touch your hand or your foot and you can just feel her. See, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's room 23, if you guys would like to see that. And then this actually is about like a pirate section. Like a the history on it is anyway. This is Springer's Point. Springer's Point, might. Um, it's really cute, beautiful. It's like a nature walk, basically. But... They say it's really haunting at night, and some actually refuse not to go in there at night. Like, they're like, no. Kind of like the suicide force in Japan. They're like, don't go in there at night. Yes. Sort of like that. Um, people say they have seen a, a large bearded man, and then even one person has gotten chased by this man. Oh, that's always lovely. Well, the history on this place is basically that it was the uh, area where Blackbeard's crew threw a party... Or where Blackbeard threw a black oh my gosh, where Blackbeard threw a party for his crew, um, or pirates or whatever you want to call them. Um, they roasted a hog and they drank and they sang and they danced and it apparently was the largest gathering of pirates, and it lasted for days. So it was a huge party. Well, somehow, like a fight happened between somebody and somebody, and Blackbeard. Blackbeard got beheaded, like, right near this area. So, oh, wow. Dude. And so you're staying in like, an area where someone got beheaded. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's, it's great. And then this place, um, Text Hole. It's Text a well Hole. <laughs> that does not sound good. Text, te text Hole? I can't talk. Text, text Hole. Text Hole, yeah. Um, it's a well-known hotspot for the paranormal. Um, they mainly get pri pirate activity there, but... Pirate? Pirate? How do they know they're pirates? They're guessing by it's the clothes they wear. It's a joke. I'm oh. just kidding with oh. you. I'm <laughs> like, um, how do they know? Um, and then this place is also... This, is, this place is where Blackbeard got beheaded. Oh. So, yeah, after he got beheaded, people said that they saw his body wash up on shore. And this is like way, way. Yeah. This is the pirate ages. So, yeah, it was creepy. That is creepy. Um, also, there's about 81 cemeteries here. There's a lot. 81 cemeteries. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, that would be fun to just go around and just, see. Yeah, check on them the out. island. And then the lighthouse is haunted too, but it didn't really say why. See, so. that's another thing I'd love to go see. And Jackie loved was lighthouses and the stories of them. Mm-hmm. You know, because then people live there. Their families live there because they had to run that light 24-7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Tay. It's your turn, Daddy. Okay. Well, I'm going to do two balk to balk. And then I'll have two more left because I'm going to do two back to back because I'm going to go make another deal of coffee. You can't go without your coffee. Still trying to wake up. I know. I'm woke up already, but. Okay. Well, see, this is kind of cool having a soundboard here. I don't have to loop in the music all the time when I edit. Yeah. It's right here already. God well, dang it. If wow. I'd quit hitting everybody's mic with my notebook. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ah, oh, you idiot. Okay. Over, sure. Okay. All right. I will be going over the over... Over Hosier's Mansion in Oklahoma City. I probably just butchered the shit out of that, and I'm very sorry. Uh, over Hoiser? I don't even know how to say yeah, that. Yeah, Over Hoiser Mansion. So email us the uh, right way to say this, guys. Yeah, sorry. Okay. It was built in 1903, and it was the home of Henry and... Anna Overhoser. It it also was the center for the town functions. All right. So yeah, because see, look how there. big the uh, the place is. Oh wow. Yeah, that's where they'd go to have their functions, like you know whatever they did, because it was such a a big property. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, Henry lived there until he died in nineteen fifteen. And then Anna lived there until she passed in 1940. The Historical Society bought the place in 1972. And um, it's uh, open for tours and all that kind of stuff. I mean, look at it now. It's beautiful. I mean, look at that. That's oh, wow. the inside staircase. We need to go uh, go to that place. That kind of looks Yeah, and it's ain't far from us either i mean look at this it's still set back in the it's like has yeah it's back in time and it's like you step into yeah here's like a colored picture look at that that's a beautiful house it's a it's a three-story huge mansion so you know there's going to be a lot of goobly gooblies going on here oh for sure um the spirit sorry whenever i go off like that and i try to come back and find my place i hate pauses in the podcast and i hate to do that to you guys it's just when i go back and try to find my place um yes the the spirits uh there are spirits that haunt the place and they believe they're anna and henry's i mean come on because they lived there forever and it was nothing really tragic happened there but you know it's just just because something you don't know. You don't always have to have something tragic happen to have a ghost. I mean, the <laughs> guy could be attached to the house, and you know, yeah. Especially well, if uh, it was a house that he had built himself or something, and it was like it's mine. You know, it's just you don't always need tragedy to happen. Well, and it's like here, nothing like bad happened here at this house. 
Nuh-uh. But every and, now and then there's just certain stuff that you just cannot explain. And, and that's what makes me mad about people that don't believe. And I'm not saying you got to believe wholeheartedly. But there's shit out there that goes bump in the night that moves. And you can't explain, people. So just face it. That's what makes me mad. There's more than just heaven and hell when you die. You know, if somebody dies tra- tra- tragically and their life is shortened... They don't know They're any like better. They're like in between. They don't know. Yeah. yeah. So. So that's what, you know, it's just like here, the Baker Hotel. It's set for years dormant. <clears throat> and then all the older people now are like, well, I've never heard of ghost stories. And now they're saying it's haunted. Well, let's see. That thing's been closed. It closed before I was born. So it's been closed for 46 years, 47. And he was born in 76. So it's Yeah. Been- so it closed like 70. Oh, Two or three. It closed after the Vietnam War and all that because the base closed, then it closed. Uh, so it was yeah. in the 70s, middle of the 70s when it closed. So it sat dormant. And people that went in were just young kids like me that went to just have fun, vandalize, and ooh, look at this big place. Yeah. So it'd be like a hangout spot. There hasn't been people there. And with the renovations, I guarantee shit's getting stirred up. Oh, you have, like, you know it. There's, yes. Has to be some stuff. Well, yes, happen. because in hotels, it's just the same thing we see. People go ho- go to hotels sometimes to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially all the brides. It just, I'm sorry. I'll get off my soapbox. It just irritates me when people are like, oh, God, that's just so stupid. You believe in that stuff. Motherfucker, it's, it's real. Okay? There's shit that happens that you can't explain. And I love love it when people come across a situation like that and they're like, I don't know what to do. And they're like, you're yeah. right. So if you don't believe, then by the butt. Anyway. And it's crazy how people are like, man, I ain't afraid of no ghost or nothing. All right, let's go to a house that's haunted and hear someone say something or you get touched. And there's no explanation. Or, yeah. Oh, okay. I did that one. Let me get. I'll get off my hip, my uh, soapbox. Like I said. <laughs> oh, Magnet Hill, but okay. Now, see, look, this is just a little old road out in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma. Magnet Hill is in Springer, Oklahoma. Springer, Oklahoma. Springer. Springer. It is. A, it, it's a small town. Is in the small town of Springer. There is an. Ordinary hill with a strange phenomenon. If you put your vehicle in neutral at the bottom of the hill, you appear to be moving forwards. Okay, okay. You know, let's just, that's, okay. Many theories (laughs) exist, exhaust about why... The theories exist about why the things roll uphill. This is something you have to see for yourself. Cyclists report of strange things happening when their bikes start, you know, going the other way. They're like, what the heck? It's been highly discussed for decades. Yeah, it's just a little old stretch of road. And look at that. I mean, that's all it is. But you get like right there. And it'll push it. Hmm. Let's go try that next time we're in Oklahoma. Yeah. Find out where it is. And then there's even a spot on the road that says stop here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and they even got a sign that talks about the mystery right there. Magnet Hill. Oh, wow. Huh. 
Wowzers. That is cool. Yes. That's just one of them phenomenons, man. All right, Lex, your turn. All right. And I take that back. Yeah, I do got two more, right? Yeah, I said that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do two back-to-back, too, because mine are both shorties. So this is about the Thuba House in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. So um, from what I gathered, they, there's two separate buildings, okay? Um, one is a... One of them is a non-profit literally literacy center, which once served as home of author and cartoonist James Thurber. Um, several people died in a fire at a mental institution that once stood close to the Thurber House. The Thurber House, so like this asylum used to be where the house now is. Excuse me, I'm sorry. But, so, like, it, the history is, like, still in the land and everything and right there. And it coincides with the house, if you get get what I'm trying to say. Um, the paranormal experiences, the parent, I can't talk today, guys. The paranormal experiences are, like, um, the visitors see, I mean, the visitors hear, like, phantom footsteps. Books are thrown at the guests. They see, like, really, really dark, shadowy figures in the hallways and stuff. Um, some entities move between both buildings, so, like, they share. So, that's a little creepy. Um, on this one, like I said, I didn't have a lot, but I am sorry about that. So, that's why I'm going to do another one. Alright. So, there's, I don't have any history on this one. Like, I have, like, I mean, I don't really have any history, but I have ghost stuff. Alright, so this is the old governor's... <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is the old governor's mansion in Columbus, Ohio, also. Um, so this is apparently one of the most haunted places in Ohio. I want someone from Ohio to please confirm. Um, there's a spirit that haunts it, and sh- they're described as an... African-American woman wearing a blue dress from the 1900s. Um, she's seen in many different rooms throughout the house. And then during the renovations of the house, she appeared to one of the workers and spoke directly to them. She told them that she was really happy about the renovations and the work. Um, and then she moves paintings around inside the house at night. So, you know, <laughs> she just uh, does whatever she wants, basically. Okay, so I did two. Dad's still making his coffee. So I'm going to do another one. And if he's still not back, we'll just keep on going and I'll make him finish his off when he gets back. Okay, so this is the Mirror Lake in Columbus, Ohio also. Um, this is at um, Ohio State University. And apparently it's one of the most haunted locations in Columbus. Um... There's a couple of different ghosts linked to this location. Like, it goes from, like, students drowning in a lake to, like, a bunch of other stuff. Visitors have heard frantic splashing and muffled screaming. They think that, like, the when the teenagers, like, have drowned in this lake, it replays it over and over and over again. And then another spirit is said to be one of a jogger who was killed close to the lake. Like, the in the remaining 
the remains of the jogger were thrown in the lake. Um, and it's also said to create a cool rush of air as the ghosts run past the victims. So, like, you'll just be sitting there and you'll feel, like, a really cold gust of air go by you. And it's this ghost running. Um, some say they see apparitions of what, like, the, uh, jogger looks like. And then they also see it running, sometimes looking back over their shoulders. So, they think it's looking for the killer. Oh, God. So, all right. That's it. I did three. While I was waiting on Dad, he's back, as you heard. Yes. So, um, I why have don't you do my coffee. Back to back, and we'll see where we are. I forgot to look up one place. Let me do that real quick. Wait then go. I'll have both of my stories pulled up and ready to go. Ouch. Way sorry. to go, Lexi. <laughs> my bad. <sighs> Did that light just flicker, or was that me? That's just you. Tell you what, I'm surprised nothing's happened today. Normally, whenever we go to record, oh, I know. Normally, happens. every time we go to record, I don't know what it is about this episode, doing this series, this ghost story stuff. Something always happens. Just like that one day when he was setting up shop. That one day we thought we seen something go scurry down the hallway. <laughs> Just go to images. Oh, I don't know why. I, I'm just so Every used... time that he <laughs> has pulled up a story since we started this, he goes to the story and not the images. And that's what we look up on the computer. Yeah. And every time I'm like, hey, there's a quick button that says images right there. Just press it. <laughs> so. Hmm. Okay. All right, Tay. Now, okay. The lights and the light. Okay. First story I'm doing, we will be going over... We'll be going over going over the Hornet Spook Light in Oklahoma, Missouri. It's right on the Oklahoma Missouri line, what I could tell. So there is a yellow orange ball that travels travels eastward down the road at some great speeds. The light can Oh, the light uh, sparks and may hop, sway, spin. So it does all that too. They may land on the hood of your car. It can also split. That's okay. Yeah, because, well, look. See, like in this picture, there's one. Then there's two. It's just, yeah. Hmm. Some stories some stories are the light is said to be the spirit of a star-crossed a star-crossed Native American couple. That don't make any sense. Spirits of a star-crossed huh anyways, I'll just say spirits of a Native American couple. Yeah. It's uh it's beheaded Indian chief is it and it's a minor, and they say it's the devil. But no one knows for sure. So, people think it might be a Native American couple, an Indian chief that was beheaded, or a minor. Hmm. No one really knows, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It could be anybody. Yeah. 
And now we're going to go to Fort Reno in Oklahoma. <coughs> uh, don't really say exactly. So, anyways, images. See, I remembered. Okay. Built in 1875 on in, on Indian built in Indian territory, the fort was heavily manned at all times because it was in uh, Indian territory, and they did that so there was an outlet out there for the U.S. so they could regroup when they go out on because you know because they. As long as the Indians were living on their uh, territory, it was fine. But sometimes they would scurry out and raid villages. I mean, villages. Raid towns or, you know, raid a farm or something. Mm -hmm. And they'd have to go persecute them or something. But, yeah. It was a... Uh, it stayed there for a couple years. But then, uh, I think by the... Yeah, 19... By the 1900s, it was pretty, uh, by the 1900s, it was pretty much abandoned within the, uh, government still took care of it and all that and had people there, but it wasn't like a functioning, like, full-time base or anything. Then after that, it was shut down and still, like I said, by the U.S., it was a German prison prison camp in World War II. And numerous guys, ghost sightings and other stuff have been seen. So after uh, World War II in the 60s, that's when they started uh, doing all this to it, I believe, and making it a tourist attraction. But there's numerous uh, ghost <coughs> sightings and stuff like that of generals and just... Well, you got to think of the people that died there. And like every now and then they'd have raids. Look how big that place is. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was the original base or the original fort. Yeah, but it was built there to, which I don't get. Why'd they have to build build it in Indian territory if it was their land? You know what I mean? Yeah, if you notice, that's where a lot of these stores come from because, like, they build on top of Indian, Indian, Indian stuff territory. Well, heck, that's just like here. A couple of years ago, we had a, for I can't remember how many years, we had a bad, bad, bad drought. There was like our big PK lake. It was um, it wasn't dry, dry, but it was getting low. There was sand dunes or sandbars popping up, and it was pretty low and scary. But it's a pretty deep lake. But like lakes like uh, Lake Burnett, when uh, their lake started evaporating and stuff and getting lower and lower, there was an oh they found they did find an old Indian barrel ground, but. They didn't touch it. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, they didn't uh, do any of that. I thought that was pretty cool. Because you know how it is when uh, archaeologists find stuff, they want to start digging around. and I mean, which they need to do. But burial grounds, I think you need to keep, yeah. you know, kind of safe. All right. And well, not I let. Think... But I understand another point. If they started doing it, what if a big rain came? Then they'd have holes in the ground everywhere. Of course, yeah. the water would cover them up. It was. I'm kind of glad they left them. But yeah, they found an old Indian burial ground. Hmm. 
But, you know, you got to think, they was on this land before us, so there's no telling what, you know, yeah. like, you know, skinwalkers and stuff that are really around and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, so, all right. tell them, uh, uh, want to start telling them a little bit about uh, what we might do this year? Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Well, okay, so I know you guys have been bearing with us, and I know we have not been the best about social media, and I know we've missed December and November specials. But, um, like I said, college transforming to transitioning to it is just kicking my behind, and I love doing this, so I'm not going to quit, but I just have to go a little slower than what I... It's called uh, scheduling to, your time. Yes. And that's and, what people don't understand. Well, and I mean, I just, I just don't have time management skills, so I have to teach myself, and it's really difficult when you don't know what you're doing. And yes. I just, I have a lot of other stuff, so, but, um. So we're doing the hat man for this month, right? Yeah, I was thinking we would do hat man this month, and then, um. February, just, we'll find something. Maybe yeah. there's some kind of, uh, uh, scary Valentines. Maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Some kind of scary Valentines demon. That'd be awesome. Well, um, we're doing really good. Um, for December, we beat our last month's record of November, so I'm really proud of oh, us. Oh, God, yeah. We got 202 downloads for the month, yeah, guys. Yeah, something That's like that. That's freaking awesome. Thank you very much. It's fucking amazing. It just makes me feel good. I know that might not seem like the big numbers to guys who have big time podcasts, who have well, a, a thousand a downloads a day. Don't know what they're doing. But it's for, good. yeah, like she said, a couple of country bunkins out here in the middle of nowhere doing a, a ghost podcast show where we've already had people listen to us in 22 countries. Oh, I mean, yeah. and our download numbers are good. We're consistent at getting over a hundred uh, downloads a month, so mm -hmm. I think we're doing pretty good. Yes, we are. Sorry. And uh, she will get out to you people that's been trying to get to us about clamorating and uh, doing something together and all that. So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff planned this year, and it's going to be fun. Like for our year anniversary, that's one thing I'm going to do. Tax season, I'm going to get that place. Yeah. But Definitely. I'm going to have to tell Denny, I mean, uh, <gasps> Ashley and Justin when we do it, if they have Jolie and they have to take uh, Jolie out there, they're going to have to lie their ass off. And I know they don't lie, like lying to their mama. Only reason I say this because my sister is like us. She loves the ghost stuff. She loves it. But she has a ticker on her heart. So she can't do stuff like this anymore. No. And it's going to kill her knowing either. that we're going to an actual haunted house to do some real recording and stuff. But, yeah, I plan to rent that and the base. The yes. hospital out here is opening up, doing tours. I want to call, check that out. So, and we'll have, we're going to have people come in and help us, but it'll be like one or two family members. Yeah, it's mainly just still going to be us, though. Yeah, but I think it'll be fun. We got that planned and laid out. Oh, and we need to get with you guys not this month, but me and Lexi is going to get together for February on a weekend and plan maybe on a Saturday night or something, plan a a live uh, 
And I know that's kind of sucks doing it at night because that's when a lot of people do doing ghost hunting and stuff. But we can't really do it during the day a whole lot because we're busy either working on stuff to do the podcast or just our own shit, you yeah. know. So. But yeah, we'll get around. Uh, but in doing that, yes, but yeah, we we'll we'll set a date aside for February, and we're going to do a live podcast on uh, Facebook. And we're going to do one on YouTube, so. All right. I think that would be good for February. Yeah. If we can start getting a schedule down and giving you people a heads up, we'll do more live uh, live shows. Mm-hmm. So. But, um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm actually going to, we're going to get off here. I got to go to get an allergy pill. My throat's closing up. <laughs> yeah. I can't breathe. So. Can't breathe. Okay. Well, I hope everybody had a fantastic forget, New Year's. We got to tell them where, uh. Oh, we're at. I don't. Oh, we're on Spotify, Stitcher. We're yeah, we're on everything. Our YouTube so channel, much. we got. So uh, <clears> um, yeah. Just uh, be safe and have a set. Don't forget our emails, everything. Facebook, and all that. Um. Yeah. What's really out? Or what this is ghost and stories. I haven't forgot about uh, that uh, person in San Antonio about sending me the information about the goat man. I'm going to do it. I haven't forgot about you. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Everybody had a hope. <laughs> Spit I it out, talk. Lexi. Well, I hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> I hope the rest of your day is great. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll bump into each other and can do some stuff together, guys. Because like I said, I would love to do some. Uh, um, oh. Like, do a podcast and have uh, somebody investigating to do that with somebody. Collaborate and do a investigation with a podcast. So Yeah. Well, but I'll, I'll probably sit and watch monitors. Because if something really happens to me, I'll crap my pants. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm going to go take this medicine before I, like, collapse right. on the floor. Well, you so. guys be good. Uh, this has been Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBou. And I am your co-host, Lexi LeBou. And this has been a Boothianos uh, podcasting production. Thank you.